Hello everyone and welcome back to the 343 Football Podcast. As always, it's your host Jaffa and once again I'm joined by Ali. Hi. Daud. Hello. And Qadama. Hello. How's everyone doing? Yeah, not bad. Not bad good. at all. Everyone good. good spirits, yeah? A, yeah, very good spirits. Everyone's a, in, in good spirits in the northeast right now. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a double whammy, isn't it? Is it? Well, I mean, for me, double whammy is usually negative. Like something bad happened if it's a double whammy. It's an additive whammy. <laughs> 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 What's the heck? It's just it's another double, episode of Dowd recreating the English language. It's a double bubble. That's what it is. It's a double, a double bubble. bubble. Man, take, just remind you, hubba bubba. Yeah, take over and Bruce gone. I mean, a that's a double bubble, isn't it? I don't know, you know. I tell you what, take your double and times it by four because there's going to be eight points up for grabs in this trivia question today. Damn, Dowd, I'll let you go first anyways. Yeah, okay. No, no, there's, I mean, there's no going first. These are points up for grabs, so it's like first yeah. come, first serve. Yeah, I'll let Dowd just... Oh, wait, there's eight different in. questions. No, no, there's... Not eight different questions. There's eight different answers. If, if it was eight different questions, we'll be here all night. Do things and get Google up. No, no Google, no cheating. <laughs> but I've just got BBC Sports open, that's all. That's not going to get you the answer. I know. I'm Unless you're in a certain go. section, but... No, I don't think I would. The question is, there are eight Spanish players who have scored hat-tricks in the Premier League. Can you name them? Davos Silva. Torres. Fernando Torres. Uh, Ferran Torres. <clears throat> well, okay, Kodama's got a point and Dowd's got a point uh, by uh, saying uh, Fernando Torres and Ferran Torres. David Silva has not scored a Premier League hat-trick. Um... Uh, Negredo. Let me just give <coughs> the points. Nolito. Nope. So, is so Negredo far, one of them? No. I don't think so. Diego so Costa. Yes. Kodem's got another point there. Alvaro uh, Morata. Kodem's got another point there. Well, I'm crack on. Um, <laughs> Damn, Ali, you're struggling. No, I'm just not going to get that today. Uh, what? I mean, I Bro, there's eight players. Michu. Michu wasn't there. I'm, Michu never got a hat trick in that run. He didn't get a hat trick. He got his braces, but he didn't get a hat trick. Fair enough. Fabregas fighting chance. Jose Perez. Yes. Well, there's another one. Uh, what the hell? He's from Tenerife. Spanish. It says I know, spin. I know. <laughs> Who else? This guy trying to get on a technicality. Is it strikers specifically? No, no, it's, it's just, just footballers. anybody who's got a hat trick. Did yeah. Alonso ever get a hat trick? Marcus Alonso did not. Yeah, I didn't think so. Did Javi Alonso? Um, nope. <laughs> nah, surely not. Let me see how many is left. One, two. Oh, there's only three left. Okay. Yeah, there's. there's not to be enough. honest, um, only one of Reyes? these three. No, I raised didn't. Yeah. Only one of these three is like a notable pick. The other two are quite low key. So I'd be impressed if there's there's one name in there that I didn't even remember was a footballer. One matter. No matter, wasn't it? Uh, uh, I won't let it drag on. So if you guys run out, I'll give the last three answers. But try to think. G- give us some clues in it. Don't so, let it drag out. No, no. I'll give you clues on the last one. There's one more that you should get. Well, I say should. It's not that obvious, but I'll he, say this. Okay, Hosselu. <laughs> It's not hustling. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, uh, I'm blanking on the last three. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm keep on thinking Spanish strikers. Not Ruben Neves. No, he's Portuguese. He's not even... Uh, bro. What? Wrong nationality. <laughs> Probably hasn't even scored Harrigan. No, <laughs> I'm just thinking about midfielders. I don't know why he came to my head first. You're not You're not wrong by thinking about midfielders. There's yeah. a Yeah. Um, Alonso. No, oh, you somebody's already guessed that. Spanish midfielders. No, I thought you meant Alonso... Well, I'll, I'll start dropping clues. Um, one of these guys played for a top six club in London. Look, it's not Arsenal because they're not top six. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, top six club in London. Le- no, hmm. Le Celso is from Argentina. So it wouldn't count anyways. No, I think this is a bit o- older than that. Fabregas. I said no, Fabregas. Fabregas. It's no, not Fabregas. I said that before. I asked that. Uh, Ooh. What is it? Nah, I'm, what is it? Come on. Wait, wait. Narrow it down. Top four? 
Okay, I'll narrow, I'll narrow it down a different way. He's also played for Malaga. Oh. oh. Look, Anton Griezmann, not meet you. No. Why did Griezmann come in your head? He's not even played in the Prem. This guy's hilarious. I know, I know. And I know. he's French? I know, I know. I, I <laughs> <laughs> he's French. You're thinking associate that. <laughs> he's just like tall. I just thought that he's French. I feel like not Griezmann is my is favorite non answer. <laughs> it's not Pedro, no. Good guess, though. Malaga. He's played for Malaga. Man, no, did he play? Did he play under Pellegrini? Ali, come on. Sandro Ramirez is the only one who tried to finger play for Malaga. Under Pellegrini. Uh, he didn't play under Pellegrini, no. I swear, you're gonna. I just s- said he played for a London club. Yeah, you're Top gonna. You're gonna say it. Arsenal Spurs. Which bum team is it? I'm gonna be Arsenal Spurs. Oh my god! I mean, who else is in top six? Chelsea. No, I'm just going to say, oh my God, it was him. Oh, yeah, you guys will all say, oh my God, it was him. I think I it's time to either give us a better clue or put us out okay. of misery. One more clue, one more clue. He also played for Villarreal. Okay. Oh, I know this. Come on. I know this Santi Cazola. That's the one. Oh, man. Uh, there you go. Oh, man. I was thinking uh, magic with his Who feet. Who did he score it. a hat-trick against? Um, I couldn't tell you. You bum Cazola. It, it might have been Reading, but I couldn't tell you. But Okay, there's two left. I'll give more clues on this one because they're very difficult. This guy played for Everton and Watford. Everton and Watford? Well, it's not Richarlison, uh, Dal, just to let you know. It's not Halavas. Uh, Pereira? No. And Udinese. Udinese. I don't I mean... He's in that Watford per- ownership cycle. Pereira. Um, what was the other guy I who... I fucking hate Everton. <laughs> he scored a sick goal in the FA Cup semi-final. Uh, yeah. A few seasons back. Oh. oh um, what's his name? De La Feu. That's the one. Boom. Uh, okay, this last one. I genuinely like. Who did he score a hat trick against? This never happened, man. Yeah, no, he did. I mean, he played for Barcelona as well. Okay, yeah, he. I forgot about that one. But here's the thing: this last guy played played for Wigan and Sunderland, right? Figaro. No, but uh, and Swansea. He's not even Spanish. Is he? And Swansea, and I just I didn't even remember him until I saw his name. If that makes sense, like. Oh my god! I would never. Oh, is it? The, did he play for Leeds? Nah. No, You're no, thinking no. of Pablo Hernandez. Pa- no, no, Hernandez. no, 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 no. So Wigan, Sunderland. This is like recent history. You won't right? get him. You won't get him. I genuinely don't get him. This is recent history, right? Uh, ten years ago. Ten years ago, yeah. Yeah, within the last ten years, yeah. But he's uh, such an unnotable player. Like I feel like even the listener, when I say the name, they're like, "What? Who's he?" Is he? Did he have a wicked cross on him, left foot? Nah, there's not even What's any. Like, I'm not gonna get it. He doesn't right? have a notable profile. What's Roy, the joke? You, you didn't get a single one, Ali. I did get Torres, but I think someone went there first. Yeah. So. No, he went Fernando, and I said Ferrania. Yeah. Right. Is oh. it Bosajo? So it's not Bosajo. He's, he's not even Spanish. He's, he's Chilean. He's Chilean, Chilean or whatever. One more clue. One more no, clue. No, no. You're not going to get him, man. We've been... Okay. His first name. Yeah, this is like, it's kind of giving the answer if you remember the player. But even then, right? His first name is what people from this city are known as. Jordi Bissett? No. Okay. So oh, his first man. name is Jordi. Can you actually complete Jordi your name? Jordi No. Jordi who? Okay, no. <laughs> this guy is just making a play. I, I bet you, you know what? It's better me seeing that and let down, you know, make up names. It's all jo- good. Jordi. It's not Griezmann. <laughs> 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 what the heck this is going on forever just yeah. just give the answer man it's Jordi Gomez does anyone oh, know about him Jordi Gomez yes a bit, oh, yeah. oh my a god bit. so that's 6 points for Kodema 1 point for Dao I was with G man I Z- am a bum g- 0 points for Ali you didn't know a big fat 0 you know what we allocate these points every week but I don't keep a tally I'm like you know Mock the Week Darrell O'Brien well, like, I'm, I'm behind now yeah. I know that in Mock the Week when he's like assigning points to the teams who was funnier that's, like, that's basically what I'm doing like arbitrary yeah. oh wait who's funnier than me Oh wait no, that's mock of the week. Oh, yeah, wait, the week. I'm on the wrong show. I like how Dowd guessed next to in it. Right. I, I swear Dowd guessed more non-Spanish players than he did Spanish. <laughs> probably. <laughs> but he does walk away with a point there. Well, uh, there you, you go. He bigled it because he went. He got. Ali, Ali, did you walk me? away with any points? 
No, but yeah, Liverpool exactly. did walk away with three points in nice, Spain. Nice segue I'm, into I'm the not, actual I'm football. Last. Uh, so let's get into it then. Uh, Champions League week and the first match we want to discuss. Now this match, it feels like Atletico Madrid and Liverpool, whenever they meet, something happens. I mean, it, it was basically the COVID game, wasn't it? Like before lockdown. Yeah. That the all the cases sort of spiralled and everyone blamed that game going ahead for being one of the major reasons. And Liverpool obviously won the Champions League in the Wanda Metropolitano. So there's a lot of... It seems like there's, there's a link between the two clubs. And that game itself was absolutely crazy, wasn't it, Ali? OK. Uh, first goal, Mohamed Salah was a def- deflection of the defender. Wasn't it Milner? Yeah, it was Milner. No, it was Milner. Then it was Condobia at the end as well. It was quite weird. So they gave Salah the goal. What? Really? I yeah. could have sworn they credited to Milner. Oh, no, they credited Milner? They, no, no, they did and it overturned it back to Salah. Oh, it was, OK. It was, it was very strange, but... I'm know, sensing some Harry Kane false goal claiming here. Well, well, no, I I, I don't uh, care if Milner I, got it. All yeah. I care about is the goal, really. Mm, but yeah. um, in all fairness, you know, uh, Atletico Madrid didn't close Salah down. Uh, Koki didn't close him down in time. Neither did Griezmann. And when Carrasco went, what call it? Well, contract Salah back. You know, he's having a tough job in the first half. You know, down that right wing, and that led to the first goal. The second goal, beautiful goal by Naby Keita. Oh, but then, absolutely beautiful, man! It was it was beautiful. It was, when well, I just thought I was like, wow. What's like, your thoughts when on When he does score, uh, he Nabi scores lush goals. Yeah, Nabi like, is the most frustrating player at Liverpool because he scored a cracker, but then the, the next two goals scored by Atletico Madrid were... Kind of his fault. Yeah, were his fault, you know. Uh, kind of, kind of. He didn't, he, he didn't track uh, Lamar back. He, he couldn't get the ball off him, which led to him getting the ball to Koke. Yeah. And that led to the goal with Griezmann. And then mm. the second goal... Um, the second goal he didn't close Felix down Joao Felix and then he got the ball to Griezmann and Griezmann yet again just you so know. is he a scorer of beautiful goals but an inconsistent player basically well yeah he's a good attacking player that's what he is he's good attacking he's got good dribbling you know his, like his reputation when he came from Leipzig like I, I've I remember the way people used to talk about him like when you watch it was like similar those, to Angola Kante that's the rep, rep he had he had a, I don't know if he had a like in terms of play style, I don't think so. But in terms of like how how highly people rated him, I felt like Liverpool was signing the best player in the world or something, man. That, that's what I thought so, as well. He, he was, was getting number so eight. They bought him in a year in advance, basically, didn't they? Yeah, they did. I think so. Yeah, yeah, they did. That's correct. That, that's how much they wanted him. Like, okay, you know, what? Well, fair enough. You can have him for another and who's, year. Who's the other player you got from Leipzig? Konate? Has he actually like assimilated into the team yet? Um, or is he kind of a bit like Simicast was last year, where he's just not in the no, picture? No, no, no. It's it's more with Konate. Um, it's with form, first of all. You know, uh, Matip and Van Dijk are in form. They're all right. Matip is playing out of his skin at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd say Liverpool that. Liverpool have conceded a decent amount of goals so far, surprisingly, this season. Um, well, apart from the They're Brentford game... really high, no, high pressing. No, it, well, apart from the Brentford game and probably this game, um, I don't really see Matip, Matip or Van Dijk in trouble. I think Matip has been overperforming the season. Yeah, Even Matip's he's a free really transfer. He's a, he's a quality player. Getting, getting back to the game, um, talk about Naby Kai. Yeah, he's, he's really frustrating. Has great dribbling numbers. You know, he's, he scores beautiful goals. The issue is when he, when he goes back and defends, he causes a lot of issues. I remember in a game last season, Klopp t- took him off in the first half because his yeah. performance was that bad. And then, you know, Griezmann was on fire. You know, it was like the, the old Griezmann from a couple of seasons yeah, ago. Yeah, his finishes were nice. Yeah. For you sure. know, you got the haircut back, you know, Mr. Mister Fortnite, he was back at it until he kicked Firmino on the head and then the game kind of like died out. Do you think that out. was a red card? Man, yeah. Yeah, it has to be. has to be. He kicked him in the freaking head. He wasn't, it wasn't yeah. like he didn't malicious. Get the ball. It wasn't malicious, but it was definitely. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, and I don't know how I feel about um, instances like that. I feel, It's definitely not malicious. Do you know but, why you have to red card them though? Because if you don't, a lot of players will start doing that and knowing that they won't three, get punished. Three seasons yeah. go down. Yeah, and I understand that. But yeah. I, at the same time, I'm like, oh, well... 
Look, in a different scenario, that high I'll, foot I'll give you an example though. Fine. I'll give you a perfect mm-hmm. example. Three, four seasons ago, Mane was on goal to... Was that oh, the Edison, Edison, Edison Yeah, Edison yeah I remember. Perfect example. You yeah. know, if Mane got that, it, it would have been a goal. If he ah. didn't get that, he got him instead of Sani, card. Like just off topic for a moment, but Sani scored like the most picturesque curler in that match. <laughs> oh, it was a beautiful yeah. man. That was an arse whooping Man City gave to Liverpool, man. It was yeah. 5-0. Probably the last time that... Uh, and it was Oxy Chamberlain's a... debut as well, which I remember. Yeah. What, what a freaking, yeah. But yeah, back to back to this game. So let's you know talk about like just a final point on that. The exact same thing happened in the Porto game with Milan, where Zlatan proper kicked the head out of uh, Mbemba. Was Mbemba. It? He didn't yeah. get a red. So what the heck? Yeah, so inconsistent sure. refereeing. I think again, I read yeah. somewhere that that should have been a red. That should have be been, yeah. yeah. But just, again, the inconsistencies. Maybe the aura of Zlatan, you know. Um, <laughs> Maybe. Just nah, get a I'm kidding, I'm kidding. And Mbemba getting cheated out of what, what's rightfully his as usual, man. Great. <laughs> Yeah. Back to this game though. So let's let's talk about the Atleti angle for a bit, Khodama. Like, obviously, uh, that red card made things a lot more difficult for them. Great fight back, but you know, was it just like uh, a really stupid foul to give that penalty away at the end? Like, they should have hung on, shouldn't they? Like, that, there was no need to make that foul. That yeah, I mean, they did really well to obviously get back into the game. You know, showing that typical mentality under Simeone, and they threw it all away with that brain dead challenge. I don't understand what the defender was aiming to do with the ball coming in high like that and barging in from the back. And obviously the red card didn't help, but they're still probably likely to go through anyway. And Liverpool, you know, the start of the season you would say Liverpool's going to top that group. Man, you have to give credit so. to Simeone though, man. Yeah. Like what he was doing, he was he was like the conductor, and he was like he was orchestrating the play and the fans, and they yeah. were up for it. And he did this a couple of seasons ago when he when Liverpool came to Madrid. You know, like he's there, like what you call it, actually quick orchestrating the game. It, it, it's unbelievable the way he is with that team. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think they'll be too worried about the defeat. They'll probably, you know, look at the positives and see that Felix is starting to finally, like, show what he's be made of. I mean, he's shown it before in, like, patches. But now, like, you kind of hope that he starts to become a bit more consistent. He looks over maybe in his counterpart in the other side of the city in Vinicius Jr., who's in a similar profile youngster with a lot of potential. And he's really kicking on. So you kind of hope to see that with Felix as well. And obviously you've got Simeone trying to get the best out of Griezmann again, who's probably really down on form uh, and like confidence. So, you know, they're, prob- they're still pushing for the league. They can definitely still win the Champions League. So, yeah, it's probably a tough night for them, but they wouldn't be too yeah. uh, disheartened by that. Yeah, I mean, obviously the in terms of the group picture at the moment, Liverpool, three wins out of three. You've, you've got to say that they've qualified. Like it'll be a, some disaster if they don't. Um, but... Atletico Madrid and Porto tied on four points each, and Milan are on zero. I feel like Milan. Milan are so unlucky, though. Yeah, they have like they've they've battled really, really well, but they just the decisions on the night in each of their games just hasn't gone for them, has yeah. it? Yeah, no, I yeah. I agree with that. You know, yeah. in the first game against Liverpool, they, they were a bit unlucky. You know, um, they came back, uh, you know, with two one, and then came to two two, and then Henderson got the winner. And then yeah. the same same was a game against Madrid. You know, they were very unlucky. I think it was two one at the end, maybe. Yeah. And you know. I do feel sorry for them. I'm really interested to see if. Do you think Porto have any chance of qualifying out of this group, Dowd? Or is it just. It's going to. It's a lock for I mean, Atleti and Liverpool? The way that they have played their matches, they, they've been very encouraging. Mm. Um, I think I think they've got a chance. I think they've got a very fair chance. I just think, um, you know, this is a, a very rare loss for uh, Atleti to lose at home. The, mm. They've got one of the most astute records in the whole Champions League, I think, history. Uh, so that's the only thing. Like, it's going to be hard to 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 damage that record. Uh, that's the only thing that I would say is is putting Paul mm. not in, in contention of being. I mean, Europa's all right, isn't it? 
for them, yeah. I mean, a Europa League would be massive. They'll for just win it if they like drop down, probably, I would say. You reckon they're that good? Yeah, no, no, sorry, no, uh, yeah, Paul will, will have a fight on their hands if they went down. Uh, uh, oh, Atletico, Atletico yeah, yeah. yeah, I was yeah. gonna say because obviously there's still other teams that can drop into, I mean, Barcelona might drop into the Europa League. That would be it, would be funnier if Messi was still there, but I feel like Barcelona, the, the current squad, sort of looks like a Europa League squad anyway. If Luke de Jong is your striker in the Champions League, man, this guy wasn't good enough for Newcastle in 2014. How yeah, was yeah. yeah, but he, yeah. You, you're missing out I, a massive chunk of his about redemption like, arc. Though. Yeah, his, his breakdown of why he was signed and everything. Yeah, it was actually quite I interesting. I can take that into account, right? You know, he was great in But it PSV. still doesn't make him a Barcelona quality uh, player. He was great at PSV no, right. and he did well at Sevilla. So. It, it's not... I know what you mean. It, it, it's, it's not a, Barcelona it's a level gap. quality. It's Barcelona what they can afford quality. Yeah, it's a stopgap <laughs> yeah, while they sort the finances. They've got so yeah, you're right. It's what? just the yeah. direction they're headed in, I guess. I mean, even he's playing like... I feel like he's elevated his... I feel like... With him, it's like you said, they got him because that's what they could afford. It's a stopgap until they recover financially and start making big signings again. But even then, you would say for the low expectations they had of him, he has actually underperformed this, like even below even that. More. So yeah, he has definitely been a disappointing signing. And but you can't blame him. I mean, if Barcelona come knocking, you know, you're in your thirties as a striker. You know, it's probably last chance. Yeah. Now, the next game that we want to get into because we were talking about an unlu- unlucky team in AC Milan. Can we categorise RB Leipzig as unlucky as well in the Champions League campaign? They've actually scored the same amount of goals as PSG in the group. But PSG are top of the group and Leipzig are bottom at the moment because whereas PSG have only conceded three goals, Leipzig have gone and uh, conceded 11. But when I say unlucky, I'm more talking about like, they've, they've sort of been asset stripped, hasn't they? They've, they've lost uh, Upamakono and Konate. They've lost Sabitzer. And they're just sort of plugging away, trying to make, make the best of it. Obviously, they signed Andre Silva. Don't forget as well, they've lost Nagelsmann, who's probably yeah, the biggest Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll talk a bit about uh, PSG Leipzig. I, I want to get your take, Ali, on like, is is Jesse March the experiment just not working out so far? I wouldn't say he's, a, he's an experiment because they tried him at look, Red Bull, tried him at Salzburg, and you know he's bringing them bringing great success. And he had he had the famous. Three but is it a level up for him? You know, like from from Austria to Germany, Bundesliga is different. Yeah, yeah, it is. But um, if if you look at Leipzig in the last four or five years, you know they, they they've been fine. And what he did was with the players he had, he had Haaland, he had who else? He had he had uh, Minamino, he had Wang Hee Chan, he had yeah. he had Daka as well, I believe so. Yeah, he was at Leicester, yeah. you know, scoring. They're goals, sort of so. a conveyor belt for talent, aren't they? The yeah, their model yeah, is to are. sell them on high and then bring the new ones in from and from you Austria. Could, basically, like, you could argue that is the entire yeah. like one of the main reasons that. Red Bull invested in Salzburg in the first place. Yeah, it? I mean it's interesting, it's like how league they can... uh, Salzburg Austria is such a hub for talent, though, isn't it? Like how where did they get their scouting from? To Uncle get Ralph, players? just giving that shout out to him. Yeah, yeah. The, the same guy that in our Newcastle we'll, episode. We'll wreck, we said. It, hmm? wreck it, Ralph. Wreck it, Ralph. We're not going to nah, laugh. Uh, no, like all these endorsements for Ralph Ragnick. Obviously, again, just slightly off topic, but he would. I don't think he's going to come to Newcastle because the rumors aren't there. But man, it would be it would be a lovely thing. You never That's know. Say. You never know. But yeah, I mean, one other player I want to shout out on this game is Angelino Dowd. He got two assists, you know, so basically assisted both the Leipzig goals. Do you feel like Man City sort of... Uh, obviously, we don't want to talk about Benjamin Mendy in a in a heavy sense, but... He who shall not be named. Yeah. Did, did Man City make a mistake by letting Angelino go again, having got him from uh, after that impressive spell at PSV? Yeah, I mean... It, it it's partly uh, he's such a good attacking left back. He is. He's like he's 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 crazy good. If anything, he's getting better. Yeah. I, I feel like he's getting better, and I just think 
The only reason he didn't work out is purely because he just didn't fit the system or what Pep wanted. Yeah, Pep's a particular type of guy. He did, he? he did have a few games under his belt in Man City. He like did he, play, yeah, yeah. He featured a few times. And um, I just feel like Zinchenko offered more. Oh, wait, sorry. No, he, because Angelino plays on the other side. No, he doesn't. No, 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 you're right. Zinchenko, you're, yeah, you're on the right, right line. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay, sorry. Apologies. Um, Ange- so Zinchenko just offers a lot more uh, versatility, whereas Angelino didn't. But now I look at it, I'm like, well, if I was Man City, I probably would want Angelino on and yeah. getting, you know, I know we said we wouldn't talk about uh, Mendy, but Mendy at his best was what Angelino was doing. But how much do Man City utilize the fullbacks for creativity? Not in the same way. To, it depends. It depends not, on the game and the setup, to be honest with you. Not because in the, he yeah, does have a few setups. A lot, more, a lot more a few years ago, but now I feel like you don't really ever see nah, it's just, Kyle Walker, like, He's he obviously he has attacking attributes, but he's not really part of the build-up. Not build part of the game plan. As, yeah. as heavily as say Trent Alexander-Arnold at Liverpool, or maybe yeah. Marcus, Marcus Alonso at Chelsea when he's playing, or Chilwell even who's getting goals these days. So it's probably just like you said, it's a mis- mismatch of systems where he probably didn't fit into. Uh, he's more suited to the you know Bavarian style of football where it's just all out attack high lines. Yeah. And uh, I feel like he's matured into a better player. Yeah, for sure. Personally, um, I mean, he, uh, you were saying about Jesse Marsh. I, I think he um, Leipzig played very well, very good football, solid, uh, very attacking. They kept with their yeah. their philosophy of of, of yeah. But of that playing. philosophy is all well and good until you concede that many goals, though. I mean, they did they do that this season quite a bit as well. They did it against. Bayern. I mean, they conceded six against Man City, didn't they? Six three. I, I just think that the back. Um, back three aren't as good as yeah they have yeah. The losing Upa McConnell I mean, and Konate and Nagelsmann yeah that's why I sort of mentioned them as an unlucky team in a way and obviously they, they were ahead against PSG uh, in this game only until the comeback between the, the two messy goals and two penalties they conceded yeah. as well yeah and well, uh, I mean all, so let's only get into one of them the, was compared yeah, let's get into True. the PSG angle Kodama. so obviously PSG are top of the league in, uh, you know domestically and they're top of the table in the Champions League as well but it it just feels like there's a negative vibe around Pochettino's performance as a manager there at the moment, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of similar to Manchester United, where it seems like individual brilliance is bailing out the manager time and time again. You know, I've watched a decent bit of PSG now, obviously because of that Messi factor drawn in viewership, but they just don't. I mean, it's maybe it's too early to say because they have brought in quite a few starters in Donnarumma, Hakimi, Messi himself, but then ju- and Wijnaldum as well. But they're just not gelling. There's no chemistry there. It looks like the team attacks in a laboured way, which is kind of crazy to say when you have that much talent up front. But maybe, like maybe Pochettino just doesn't have it in him to coach mm. that many egos, you know, like keep everyone happy. Well, while maintaining his style of football. You mentioned the player there that I do want to focus on a little bit because Ali, are you surprised how Wijnaldum has sort of been a bit of a non-factor, uh, you know, so far for PSG? Like obviously. They've got a very stacked midfield. Verratti, Herrera and Idrissa Gay is a, is a top-class midfield. But when you see those names, like all four of them, would you expect Wijnaldum to be in the starting lineup based on how you've watched them over the last few years? Uh, yeah, and also before he went to Liverpool, Potter was interested in taking him in Tottenham. So I was actually quite shocked he isn't you know, getting as much game time. Do you think it's more of a, a Pochettino issue or a Wijnaldum issue that he hasn't broken into that side? I think it's a bit of both. Wijnaldum needs to fit into the system and also... Maybe his Poch 
is, you know, he's too scared to make certain decisions and he doesn't want to, you know, what's the right term? Fuck up, really. That's yeah. it, really. Um, if you think of it... Is he like, risk-averse, Wijnaldum? Like, that's, he's like more of a ball recycler, isn't he? But I feel like he's, yeah, he is, but that, he's an enigma, he though, because he doesn't play like that for the Netherlands. He's always involved up, uh, up Yeah, he scores goals for the Netherlands, but, you know, he's always recycled possession. Uh, at PSV, he did that as well. You know, he was, get, he was getting goals. And similar, Newcastle, he got, what, 10 goals in his first yeah, season? Yeah, New- he was a goal-getter in Newcastle, yeah. for sure. And he did get four in one game. What, what, who's against Norwich, was it, I believe? Yeah, Norwich, yeah, yeah. it was Norwich, Insane right? game. Yeah. So talk about I don't false know. dawn for the McLaren era, by the way. <laughs> well, Newcastle just keep on popping up. Um We're massive. And w- w- when he came to Liverpool, I thought what you call it, you know, him and Henderson would be going forward and Fabinho would sit back. But no, uh Wijnaldum does re- recycle possession and like get the ball back and get the game taken. Mm. And he did that well. Um whether it's it, it's something which you need against Leipzig. I don't know. Do PSG really need that already with someone like Verratti in the team. I mean, how good was, how good was yeah, Verratti? But, but, yeah, but it's, it's not about how good is Verratti because he's staying. I think Idris Aguirre stays in. It's between Herrera and Wijnaldum mm. that final yeah. midfield yeah. position. I was going to say, uh, in and terms of... I think Wijnaldum is better. Yeah, well, they in terms of the star of the show in, in midfield, it's either Gay or, or Verratti. Well, he wasn't first choice, was he, Wijnaldum? They wanted Camavinga first, didn't they? And he would have been that perfect oh, player know. to play alongside. Uh, Is that true? I do wonder yeah. how Wijnaldum would have fitted into Barcelona if he went. He would have been perfect for Barcelona. Yeah, because their midfield would have is... been perfect for that sort of system. Barcelona, yeah. Ajax. Because their midfield is all right, but I think I feel like he would be a great upgrade in there. He'd be. Like, he'd help uh, Frankie De Jong as well in midfield. Yeah. You know, great experience by himself. So yeah. you know, if you went to Barcelona, you'd had more game time. I think you'd have enjoyed himself because you'd yeah. have Memphis Depay, uh, De Jong. You have Coleman there, so it's like a Dutch connection. Yeah, yeah. but just. Back to uh, PSG there, Daoud. Like, obviously, we haven't really seen Messi, Mbappe and Neymar at full flight. But do you foresee any, like, chemistry issues with that within that front three, Daoud? Or is it like, are they, like, sort of perfect for each other in terms of play style? I feel like, my sort of opinion is, I feel like Messi and Mbappe, uh, you know, why, why shouldn't that work? Through balls with Mbappe's pace... And Neymar is just so in control. Maybe it, it was. Did they lack like a... yesterday? They had good link up. Mm. Neymar wasn't on the pitch yesterday. Neymar, no, no. I'm, uh, no I mean, yeah, like going Messi forward, and Mbappe. Yeah. All right, yeah. yeah, I thought they had all right uh, link up. If anything, I thought this was a game where, um, uh, funny enough, that Mbappe wasn't um, being as, sel- as selfish as he usually is. Mm. Um, don't get me wrong. There was a, a moment in the penalty take. Everybody, when he missed it, everybody literally just looked. Way. like it was a bit funny like nobody went to console him so he is he's got an ego but at the moment it looks like it's been well uh, massaged in by Pochettino I do like I could be totally off base right but I feel like Mbappe is almost mentally checked out of PSG like I feel like he's just ready for that Real Madrid move like really? me, I'm not saying that he's not like trying his best on the pitch but I, I just feel like Real Madrid. yeah that's like I, that's I, I, I don't mean. think yeah. though I, this is one thing right I know the allure of Real Madrid is great I don't think the project at Real Madrid is any more convincing than the PSU one. Personally, not, for me, it's not really no, so I think much he about wants the to put his name in light project. Though. It's about his Abroad. individual like interest of going to Real Madrid and being the face of, let's face it, the biggest club in the world. No disrespect to the two that think they are, but no, I think they are. I think yeah, yeah, I, think I mean, Madrid are the biggest team in the world. I mean, yeah, like yeah, of course you, they are, yeah. If you think you're good enough to be the face of that club, the next Ronaldo kind of thing, then. You know, I yeah, but I sh- I sh- like like I said, I feel like PSG bringing in Messi. The board probably thought, oh, we're going to placate Mbappe a little bit. You know, we just brought you the best player in the world to play with. But I just feel like I know that's Mb- what Mbappe I Mbappe obviously think. seems to he seems to like Messi in a way, but it's more not it's more of like a, compa- a professional companionship rather than oh, he's really excited to play with him. I yeah, feel like I, you wouldn't get that with Haaland 
I feel like I genuinely feel like you wouldn't get that with Haaland. Like that, Haaland that, would that's, buy in. That's a, that's a that's a problematic ego, uh, in my opinion. No, see, I'm not even criticizing Mbappe's personality at all here. I'm just saying like. It's what he wants. It doesn't seem to be what he wants to, to be at PSG. He's stubborn, basically. He yeah. just wants to go to Real Madrid. It's fine, yeah. That's, that's fine, really. you know. Yeah. You could be like I mean, that, He huh? has called Messi the best player in the world in interviews, so I don't know. Like, he obviously respects yeah, you him. Got, yeah. You're going to pay him lip service, though, aren't you? Like, yeah, when, there's yeah. definitely some lip service there. Man. I don't know, you know. If you're, if you're trying to push yourself to Real Madrid, you'd probably be on the fence. Just I mean, the guy had literally fans. had posters of Ronaldo in his bedroom wall. If, yeah. Like, before he was a professional, you know who he was going to prefer over them. No, but my point is that, like, if he was mentally checked out and always the Real Madrid was the only thing on his mind he'd probably be thinking about the Real Madrid fans that with a comment like that mm. as petty as it is but I mean on the I, think, like, I don't know I feel like at the same you know, time talking about it it's, just, it's, it's a lot of speculation isn't it but back to his uh, yeah I guess exactly we'll never know back to the original point though I feel like one of the biggest things that not a lot of people discuss is how Neymar has changed since his Barcelona days mm. Neymar at Barcelona is almost what Mbappe is at PSG now that runner where Messi can find him so to speak like taking on defenders whereas Neymar now you know after all the brutal like kicks he gets in Ligue 1 he's just changed his game completely I don't think it's just that I think in what sense? he's more of a creator now he takes more of a role behind the last defensive line he's not the one trying to break through it mm. whereas I feel like watching him I at Barcelona like and MSN he was he, making runs for the through balls there's, there's definitely the an aspect of that when I've seen him play Especially in the Champions League, but uh, he still does does he can't, do the runs. He can and he, uh, he's definitely regret not regress, but like no, no, he's just, a bit deeper. Into I feel like the, the injuries have taken like the, the toll on, on his play style. He can obviously in some performances still bring it out. I feel like he's trying to he's starting to worry now about his longevity, and even he said that the next World Cup is probably going to be his last. It just, just feels like injuries that. have yeah. kind of like I didn't watch affected that him a lot. Did he say something alongside that? He basically. There's nothing much more to say. He just said, "Look, like, look, he took he took a serious injury. It was against Colombia, was it in the 2014 World Cup? Yeah, the one to his lower back. Lower back, yeah. yeah. That nearly put him in a wheelchair, basically, and ended his football career. So yeah. he's probably thinking he hasn't got long anymore. And then, no, I mean, to be honest, he captured amazing form after that, like many no, years he, after he, that. He did, like, but it that, wasn't that debilitating. I don't no, think. but psychologically, I could still affect him. You know, we're, we're not Neymar. I definitely you know. think there's an mm. aspect of that. Yeah, I mean, like, imagine someone saying, oh, well, it's if it was any worse, you could have been... You know, like, the, f- the crappy gets for well, being called, I feel like, called that as well. I feel like he's the type of player that um, literally could make a legacy. He, he could still play longer. He can. Uh, it's it's I, not he, a question of his, like, a bit short. of his endurance. I mean, he's not like Messi and Ronaldo where you're not going to get any pressing at all because their legs have basically gone. He still presses a lot. I he mean, does Ronaldo make... presses loads. He was Ronaldo the is literally the least... Are you pressing me? Did you watch the match yesterday? Bro, he probably thought, I can't go to Europa League. I've got to put the best performance. If you actually... Like, I, I need this. I'm so, no, no. Okay, look, I, I get what you mean. No, he's not like no, a, no. a midfield presser, but he does press. He do, He's the lowest... Got um, What's the metric? Presses per 90 of any forward in the Premier League. He's literally That's the lowest. That's an actual metric. I don't even yeah, know that. He presses the least in the Premier League for a forward in out of the teams challenging in the top half of the title or something like that. Even, like Lukaku after him, like they just don't... Know, ASM's up there actually, like in well down there. So those three players probably stood up most for me. But Ronaldo does not press at all, and neither does Messi. But my point is that Neymar still has it in him to run for other players. Like it's not like his legs are gone, but it's just that he fears taking on players now because just the challenges he keeps. Damn, getting. that's. I mean, now that you said that, I sort of agree in a way. But I really hope that he makes like another sort of. I, I want to say second, not second wave, but. Another like revitalization of his form because uh, full flight Neymar is just such a joy to watch. Uh, absolutely amazing. But since we've mentioned Ronaldo, let's get into the last match. So, Daud, 
he's done it again, hasn't he? It feels like every time this guy is under so much pressure, like he's going to be sacked, his you know his neck's on the line, the game comes up and he pulls something out. Like every, it, it just he's done it again, hasn't he? Well, I'm of the same uh, same page as what Paul uh, Scholes said uh, about yes, we won, we won ugly. But uh, however, I'm still not happy with the win because the way that the match went. Because we we honestly, like, if you saw the first half, you genuinely be like, what? Like, oh my god! Like, you got to no, give credit to Atalanta, no though. Beautiful no, football team. No, no, it was absolutely terrible, terrible tactics. So you're not giving credit to Atalanta? No, it was wow. it was you bum. It was two lucky chances. It was two lucky chances. You reckon? What's lucky right, about the first two, one? Bro, the second bro, we have wonder, a, we have wonder, a coach for set pieces. This guy's off his trolley here. Maguire missed the second goal. This is No, no, hold on. Yeah. Don't intercept him. That would carry me. Right, c- c- can I mention something quickly before you say anything? Right? Yeah, yeah, go on. Like Atlanta's second goal from that from that corner. Man, it was it was a wonderful what you call a weapon. It was perfect. I like the first goal more because it had like the intricate passing in the square yeah, across that, the box. No, that was great as well. I just love headers. That's it. Mm. <laughs> right. First of all, in, plus it's terrible fracking back. There's a by massive the way. divide between what um, Ollie wants in attacking wise and uh, the defense. Fred and McTominay were solid last year. This year, I remember you singing their praises, man. Yeah, when we used to give you grief for that. This year, they're like they're literally like partnering up with uh, Maguire and Lindelof. There's no communication. McTominay should obviously slid in and try and get the ball uh, when it was passed to pa- uh, Pasalic. Is that how you pronounce yeah, his pa- name? Pasalic, yeah. Pasalic. Pasalic. And then Demerel, Luke Shaw, the small, uh, he's, he's a smaller statue um, uh, type of person. Uh, I saw someone say that uh, their best best marker, and then Maguire last minute trying to head a ball. He, these I guys saw, don't know uh, what they're doing, man. I saw a funny tweet on Twitter that said, "Um, Ivan uh, Tony is the tallest five foot ten player you'll ever see, and Luke Shaw is the shortest six foot one player you'll ever see." Because he was saying that Luke Shaw is small, he's but he's six, six one. one apparently. Oh my god! If you look at the goal, right, it looks like he's just like the smallest guy. Luke Shaw is not six one. That's what the tweet said. He could be wrong. Could be just a funny tweet. So do, 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 you not give, do you not give credit to... There's no way. Assist is Apacosta, by the way. 185 centimetres. He's 6'1". Wow. Yeah, do you not give assist to the first goal from Zappacosta? It was quality balling. Nah. You know, let's be honest. It was, right poor, defending. Let's be honest. It was poor defending. Two mistakes that we made. And oh, that's yeah, it was poor scored. defending, but you still give and, team to... And, and the thing is, our finishing was the shittest. We had the best chances in the first half. Honestly, Rashford should have scored. Do. Honestly, if I think you're right. Atalanta were... Obviously, good on the night. They were good. They were, they, they but were, they they were conceded amazing. chances, and maybe had Demerol not gone off injured, they would have so, like seen the game out. But well, they still conceded so many chances, and it did, took... he, did he hear what happened with him in the, in, in the hotel where the alarm was going off like five million times? Yeah, I mean, I don't um, know how much that affected the performance, but obviously can't help. But no, I but still they, feel they like they don't have the f- six first team players as well, I, uh, and as well as Demerol. Yeah, obviously they've got an injury crisis, but. I mean, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, basically. I'm saying Atalanta were great, but man, like they weren't as good as people made. How was he was saying they weren't great at the start, though? That's what no, I You know what it is? Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. They were great in attack, twice. but defensively, as, as ever, like Gasparini is just so, so I dogmatic. I think Manchester United defensively. I'm a bit confused now. Yeah, yeah, Manchester United. No, no, no. He was saying yeah. Atalanta, like he wasn't impressed. He was saying that they conceded so many chances and yeah, they got two goals, but he, he wasn't impressed with the goals. That's what he was saying. He was saying the defence was crap. They just, you know, Managed to do the easy thing and take uh, advantage of that. I don't but know I, to say. I, I agree with to an extent. I feel like Atalanta didn't like 
you know, get unlucky to con- like to give up the tuna lead. Gasparini's dogmatic approach of always just leaving the defense wide open, man. I mean, I don't know why you would do that. Against- man United love to play against teams like that. I mean, put them against the low block and they're not doing anything. Yeah, but- like the Leeds type, the Atalanta type. Yeah, yeah it's just the- their fun. I mean, exactly. I'll be honest with you. If we didn't have Ronaldo, it would have been the same situation as we had last year. From a drawing a lot of games, not getting past the two goals. The difference this year is we've got Ronaldo. We've got a guy who does the last clinch winner. Yeah. We've got a last clinch winner person in him. Addison Cavani was 50-50 last year. Ronaldo was like 70-90. You know, it's funny how much the narrative uh, changes from game to game because when you guys lost to Leicester on the weekend, I saw so much slander about Ronaldo. Like, unbelievable amount. And really? now, obviously, you're... I, I didn't see that much. Bro, yeah, like, so, like, in terms of, like, oh, his, he's a passenger on the pitch. Like, he doesn't run anymore. He's just there to, uh, you know, just, like... Basically, scoring, which obviously watching. scoring the goals is like literally the most important thing in football. Is he like so. 37 now or He's 36. Man. But is there a... I don't understand how this guy is saying Ronaldo presses. He doesn't move. Right. Okay. You know what it is? He doesn't forget, press. Forget the Leicester game, right? Yeah. Ronaldo just doesn't even. No, no, let, talk about let's, talk, let's talk about Let's talk about when Ronaldo plays properly and he plays. Uh, what do you mean he play? plays properly? Like, what okay, do you mean? Yesterday, yesterday. The guy was def- like coming back in defense, man. The guy was tracking everybody. He was like telling people to go forward. Do, do you know he, why he did that? Because he didn't want to play Europa League football later on. That's the truth. <laughs> Come on, let's be honest. It, it does feel be, like... Mr. Yeah. Champions League Europa between, League. Between this game and uh, Villarreal, like, Man United should not be that, you know, healthy positioned in the table. And the, but I want to also... deserve it. But, but I mean, um, we, the amount of chances we do get, we kind of do deserve it. I don't yeah. know. Just one XG. more point I, I do want to make in terms of a Bro. player discussion point. No, no, I just, I oh, sorry, go on. I just want to give you... Hard shit, like numbers. Numbers, got the graphics. Out. All the forwards with 270 minutes played in the Premier League pressures per 90. So this is the amount of pressures they record. You so know, where they, link by the way. Yeah, this is oh, the amount of farts that they do. Right. The highest is Wilfred Zaha with 20. So he's Damn. he's leading. And and Neil Mopé like so you you know players that you see working hard on the pitch. You know you got Danny Ings up there, Jot up there, Moore up there. The, the players that you know press Bamford's up Grafton. there. You know Grafton, Grafters. You know. But the lowest is Cristiano Ronaldo with 2.7, then Maxim- Maximan with 5.2, and then Lukaku with 6.2. He does not press. He does not work for the defence. But it doesn't matter, right? Because that's not his job in the team. Wait, that's uh, not his. I'm interested. Does this mean that they're pressing the the back line for the opposition? Yeah, they're playing. Like, Are you sure? Charging yeah, down to get the ball. Yeah, charging down to get the ball. Yeah. But my point is right. This stat on its own is just to prove you wrong in saying that he presses. But in itself, it doesn't suggest that Ronaldo is a passenger because you don't know what all his instructions are to him. Obviously, his job is not to press. He's 36 years old. That's like that's not his role. So it doesn't suggest like you know he's a passenger on the pitch and that he's not doing anything. But I just wanted to I mean, definitely put it in black something. and white. He's I just wanted to put it in black and white. You can't argue with them facts. They're, it's a graphic. It's a stat. But here's the question that I had. I do love my stats. How has how has Rashford looked since his return from injury? I mean, yeah, he was all right. That's it. Like he doesn't look uh, I'm, any I'm, better or worse I'm, than before. I'm, I'm not. I'm not convinced with Rashford uh, at the moment. I don't know if he's still like. I mean, like, he's the second game back. Exactly. What so. did you think of the social commentary saying? Oh, he has to focus on his football now. Was that a little bit like, ooh, you know, why, why are you saying that? Like, yeah. I mean, he's been injured. Let let the guy like relax and take it easy. Like the guy has a lot on his shoulders. He's a great person, bro. I he's told th- the entire country who can and can't say Wagwan. That's important. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and obviously, he teaches people how to cook on on Instagram as well. I mean, fair dues to him. But I'm I'm of the page where I don't think he's as good as 
people make out people yeah. make out Greenwood now that guy special talent there Greenwood oh is an unbel- one of the best strikers of the ball best strikers like best dribblers no 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 not best strikers everything he does whoa, whoa, something comes whoa. out of it not best strikers the best strikers of the ball like his technique to kicking that's the what ball I meant. sorry you know strikers but not striker outside of that what else does he do? He doesn't really link up that well. His take on ability is pretty much... Is he like a take pure... Ability is pretty good. It's all right. But yeah, like, it's all right. He's just like... Is he like a pure finisher then? Pure finisher. Absolute pure finisher. And like lethal though. Like his goal lethal. against Leicester. Like, bro, the guy hits the ball bro. with so much power. I know, man. It's crazy, man. And this is the best bit. He's still so young. What is he like? <laughs> he's like 18. No, no, he's 20. He reminded me of that... Um, What was that? Like, uh, I think it was a radio interview or something with the guy. He's like, I, mi- I miss Andy Cole or something. He's got so many goods. Yeah, that- <laughs> <laughs> the way you said he's so young. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, w- I will miss him. Like, I'm not going to lie. Miss uh, him? What? Uh, I mean, <laughs> Trans- transfer alert, yeah? Uh, what am I thinking? I was, I was thinking, I will miss him if he leaves. A lot. Right. Yeah, no one's buying Green. Why well, not? Why not? Obviously, like, they can't buy him. They can't afford him, he's, yeah. He's unsellable. So that about brings us to, to an end, lads. But, uh, you know, great lessons we've learned this week that Griezmann is apparently Spanish. So, no, no Griezmann. Uh, yeah, no hashtag, Griezmann. Hashtag no oh, Griezmann. Oh, Ruben Neves as well is Spanish, apparently. <laughs> Ruben no, Neves no. is Spanish, yeah. They, they've got is, a lot of players to call up in the that, next international. That, that wasn't well. an answer, right? That was just me talking uh, out loud. Yeah, I, I yeah. get that. I get that. Wait, well, I got a point, right? Ali, did you get any points? Uh, no, you nah. did not Six points. I don't care, bro. I'm all good. I'll tell you which one I was most uh, chuffed to guess was... Uh, Nobody well, cares. All right. Thanks, everyone. See you later. Thanks, guys. As always, you can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok by searching the handle 343Football. That's F-U-T-B-O-L. And on Instagram by searching 343Football Podcast. You can also listen to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Stitcher, and all other major podcast networks. (laughs) 